Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Zone coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only racing casino resort. Now, here's Justin Agri and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% Welcome back for our second hour on this snowy Monday. Wes Moore and Justin Acre in studio. We are flying duo today, so if you call 661-1037, we're going to put you on hold immediately. We'll get to your call ASAP. Thanks for tuning in. And I hope that some of you folks are getting to stay home today and enjoy the snow with your friends and family members while the rest of us are working. Sucks. Anyway, but we're happy to be with you. I really am. I, I just like to get... I, I don't know what... I guess we're in the wrong line of work if we want to get a snow day. Uh, it is also Martin Luther King Day. Dr. King would have been 95 years old today, Wes. Hard to believe. So I'm assuming they'll do something enormous uh, nationally, internationally for his 100th birthday in five years. Donna Terrell went to, uh, I think it was Atlanta, and met his granddaughter. And cool. she's you know, like a teenager, I believe, and she's written a book. And uh, she did a, a story, and it turned into a 30-minute special that's going to run tonight on Fox 16. What kind of story? Uh, just basically how she is kind of taking the torch and about how there's unfinished business out there when it comes to race relations. And that's what her book is about. And cool. I think it's kind of aimed towards kids. Yeah. Um, but she sat down with uh, the granddaughter and, and her mom, and, and it turned into a 30-minute special that's going to run tonight. Man, that's cool. Yeah. I look forward to that. That's on uh, on Fox 16? Fox 16, 6.30, I believe. Okay. Good yeah. deal. We'll check that out. Um, all right, we got football today that we want to talk about, of course, with the early game, Steelers and Ravens, or Steelers and Ravens, Steelers and Bills move to the early slot, and then the nightcap is a pretty good one as well, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see what happens there, but I think it'll be good. Also, I wanted to mention, too, it is a Manning cast tonight on ESPN2. I did not know that. Yes, for Tampa and Philadelphia, so I think it's the last one of the season. So there you go, if you want to get one last... Uh, yeah. One last uh, experience with those guys. You get it tonight for that game. It's a little harder when you're uh, at like at a party to to hear and listen to the Manning cast. Yeah, um, because I mean they're they're witty. You know, you know, you know they're there to listen to. You right. know, it's not just to watch the game. Um, but I'm going to try to watch that. I, 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 that would be a great way to finish the uh, the season off for the Mannings. Yeah, the wild card weekend wrapping up too. So there you go. Uh, I've got the scenarios for the NFC AFC. We'll get to that. Um, big weekend at Oakland for one person in particular, and we're going to talk about that in a second as part of our game balls and jock straps. Rick Pitino's mad after St. John's loss this weekend, and he gave a gave a great uh, soundbite afterwards about how much he hates losing. We'll get to that, um, and then we got to talk about the Razorbacks. But anything on our Southern Structural Solutions text line well, so we far? A, uh, a couple. Uh, this one is my uh, my bet is uh, Harbaugh will get an invite to a meeting with Jerry Jones. He's supposed to be meeting with the Chargers today in Los Angeles. Also, did you see this? What the do you think of that, Harbaugh Cowboys? I don't know if the fit's right, but I think Harbaugh anywhere is probably a pretty good hire. Yes. Certainly a defensible and justifiable one. Yes. Uh, from the uh, 501, the coaches don't play the game. The players do. It's all on Dak. C.D. Lamb had a pretty poor first half as well. He was awful. Well, their defensive strategy failed. So maybe they didn't execute the plan. I don't know. But they're not going to throw players under the bus to tell us. But it was awful. I mean, very much so. Craig says, I hope this show isn't all about the sorry Cowboys. They suck. Nope. We're going to focus on the Hogs. They... Oh. We're going to talk about the Hogs in a second, though. Uh, that's it. Okay. All right. Join us if you want to. 661-1037. I got nothing that's more interesting than you got. what you got to say. So come and get you some. Let's do it.
The Red White Report is brought to you by Big O Tires. With locations in Conway on Harkrider and in Cabot on Prospect Court. Big O Tires offers an endless selection of wheel and tire combinations. Big O Tires. They have everything you need to fit your budget and style. Well, over the weekend, the Hogs were defeated at Florida. Manhandled. Manhandled at Florida by the Gators. They lost by a pretty good margin, Wes. Is that safe to say? They, again, did not cover the Vegas number. Mm -mm. But who cares about that? They didn't cover the Oakland number, and that's the one I care about. Uh Uh, And not close. I didn't look at player props at Oakland, but if you go to OaklandSports.com, you typically get a lot of good stuff like that. Uh, I'm sure there are, I know there's a bunch for today because Wes has been digging through them. Anyway, on the football <laughs> games, I'm like, could we please do the show? I don't want to hear about player props. Over, under, how many yards for Mike Evans? Uh, anyway, uh, Arkansas did not cover again. 22, the margin. 90 to 68. That's uh, gross. Rough week. Rough week. Defense was bad. Offense was bad. Wow. Hard to win games like that. Highest, uh, most points they've scored in an SEC game this season. Out-reb- 68. Out-rebounded 48-31. That's not even that out of the ordinary. Usually, though, they hold the opponent to like 63. This is rough. Rough times. Rough times for Razorback fans. couple of bright spots, though. Wade Blocker. And? Joseph Pinion. He had a good game. He got some credit from Coach. His plus-minus is pretty solid. Pinion, 21 minutes, 3 of 7, 2 of 4 from 3, made all four of his free throws, 12 points, 2 boards, an assist, a steal, a block shot, 2 turnovers. Pretty good. Yeah. Blocker's got a lot of upside. Excited about him, too. Really happy with the play of, of Layden Blocker and Joseph Pinion. Um, you know, those guys, one of them's plus 2, one of them's minus 1. I just thought they played hard. I thought they played the right way. And um, and their numbers are indicative uh, of that. Um, you know, that's why their plus minus is is what it is. And it wasn't like they just played insignificant minutes. I mean, those those guys did play uh, 21 minutes and, and 20, 24 minutes. So uh, proud of our two young guys on, on how they battled. There you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a couple of highlights, too, I forgot to play from the uh, game. Sorry about that. No. I was about to say, really? I guess that's... No? No. All right. Um, Also, Coach talked about... (laughs) I almost just said it. I mean, it feels like desperation. He is grasping at straws. That's Mm -hmm. what he's left with. Yeah. I've got to do stuff that we don't do very often. Now he's at a point where he's doing stuff that he's never done before. Mm. Wes, you pressed him a while back when Connor Vanover was on the roster about playing zone. Mm -hmm. And he's like, "Uh, we don't play zone. We are not a zone team. That all I have changed. never played. I have never played zone. <laughs> that all changed on Saturday as coach continues to try to find answers in this one of the strangest seasons I'm sure of his career. Yeah, I haven't played zone at all since I've been in college. Um, you know, but but um, you know we're not guarding anybody one on one. So the thought process was to to put a zone in uh, yesterday and try to help us with dribble drives. Um, you know, it, it it helped for a little bit, Bob, as a change of pace. It maybe slowed uh, Florida down for half a, you know, half a, you know, a little bit. Um, but just as in any zone and man, you got to be able to guard uh, either the guy in your area or the guy you're assigned to, whether it's man or zone and uh, our inability, um, you know, to, to play defense, to take away the three really doesn't matter. I mean, we gave up, you know, nine threes the other night uh, playing Georgia when we were man to man, we went zone tonight and gave up nine threes. And, um, you know, we need to uh, to play with, with uh, you know, like our, our past teams have. And um, this group just does not grasp concepts, whether it's man or, or, you know, you put in the zone. So, yeah, it's pretty stinky all around. I'm trying to find this clip from years ago when you asked him, and I don't know where it is. I wish I could find it. I should have looked for it earlier today because I started thinking about that today because Wes asked him. I remember we were live at... Uh, uh, on a remote in West Little Rock, and, and we had him on the phone, and you asked him, um, why don't you just play zone? And he was just, like, offended by that. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> well, it becomes a little less offensive when you don't have any other options, apparently. Hmm. So, I don't know. we got so much muss in the system, it would take me probably an hour to dig through all these to find it, but I wish I could. Should I, should I talk about some good news? Yes. 
Are we done with Arkansas, men? Yes. They play A&M tomorrow? Yeah, and A&M's good. If not the best rebounding team, one of the best rebounding teams in the country. Okay. They beat Kentucky over the weekend. Beat Kentucky, that's right. Yeah. Okay, I knew they had a good game. I can't it remember. It was good. Yeah, okay. they... they and look, they went to Auburn uh, last week, midweek, and gave Auburn everything they could handle. This is a this is a good A and M team that's coming to Bud Walton Arena. Well, tip of the cap to Mike and his team. The women uh, got a big win on the road yesterday, seventy-seven fifty-nine. I don't know if, uh, anything about Alabama, but I do know that um, after watching her in high school, Miriam Dowda, I thought had a lot of upside just because of her length. Yesterday, she set a University of Arkansas record, blocking 10 shots, and she was two points shy of a triple-double. Mm. Eight points, 12 boards, 10 blocks in a dominating road victory. And they also got 31 points from Samara Spencer, who also pulled down 14 rebounds. Absolute domination by the women. And they got off to a terrible start. I mean, I think they started like one of 10, one of 12, something crazy, dug a big hole, and came all the way back, and then won easily. And they did it without their best player, at least yeah. their best offensive player, and Talia Scott, who's still out. Yeah. So that is really a remarkable road victory. Hard to figure this team. They're 2-2, two and two, and uh, Alabama falls to 2-2, two and two, so I, I don't know who they've played to get their two wins, but uh, after the difficult home loss last week and they fell to one and two i was like oh man this is not looking good so beat them? a very important road win who they lose to after they beat georgia by 40 they lost to kentucky, kentucky in, the opener. in the opener name a team any team mm-hmm. well you can dig later anything else from the red white no okay if you want to join us 661-1037 we're happy to have you today uh, today you get you get two football games. You're welcome from the NFL starting this afternoon. I think we played all of our stuff. You know who we didn't hear from? Maybe the best clip we got. Oh, I didn't hear from Josh Allen yet either. Uh, Josh Allen and uh, Mason Rudolph. We'll get them in a second. They've got the first game today. Dan Campbell after the Lions win. And look, C.J. Stroud, super easy to root for. And I'm sure there's a lot of good dudes. Maybe, I don't know Love, but I'm sure he's a good guy. There's a lot of good storylines here left. Mm-hmm. Um, some teams that maybe before the season we did not expect to be in the mix. Who would have ever thought after week one of the postseason, the Lions and the Packers from the NFC North would be alive? Yeah. Crazy. And the Texans. At the beginning of the season, who would have thought the Texans would be playing the Ravens uh, in the divisional round? The sweet irony of it all is that Deshaun Watson sits the bench for the Cleveland Browns and he just ejected them from the playoffs. Yeah. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. His old team. Plenty of time for massages now, nerd. That is arguably the best environment I've ever been in. That that was absolutely electric. And I think what's crazy is I was coming down for pregame warm-up, and I you could just feel it. It was humming. The building was humming. And I swear you could feel the electricity down the tunnel from where I was coming down. And it only just grew from there. So, um, man, our fans showed up in a big way. Um, that was clearly, and I thought... Man, for two years now, it's been that building's been rocking. That it was different today. That was a whole nother level, um, which is what the playoffs are all about. So our fans showed up in a big way. They helped us win this game. It was the only close game in the entire weekend. The only competitive mm-hmm. game, really, in the entire. There was really no doubt from pretty early on that Kansas City was going to win their game, and that was the only other game that was even remotely close. So it was early on clear that the Green Bay Packers weren't losing. No offense. Uh, it was pretty clear early on the Texans were going to take care of business against Cleveland. I mean, this was the only game last night that uh, we got that was competitive. I hope these two today are, but we'll see. Wasn't last night's game strange? It was. They had five touchdowns in the first half. It was 21-17 at the half. These teams, were, I mean, it was rolling. The Both quarterbacks were, were playing incredible. And then the second half, no touchdowns, three field goals. It was weird. It was. Just how the... the, the Maybe the halftime adjustments, or I felt like the teams got, or Detroit got a little conservative in yeah. the second half, and uh, then the fourth quarter, you know, they were just playing a little, clock, a little you know. coaching malpractice. I thought by the Rams with the timeout situation, mm. they had to blow a timeout, yeah. yep. two, I think maybe, um, and so that was unfortunate. And then I also thought there was a chance. Oh, maybe it was uh, who was it? Somebody had a chance to go for it. And decided to settle for a field goal. And I was like, ooh. Oh, you know what it was? There was a decision. Dan Campbell gets another game ball from me. We'll do game balls and jock straps at the bottom of the hour. 
But they had a situation where they got to stop on third down, and it was fourth and four or something. They take a penalty, back them up 10 yards, and then they had to punt because they got to stop on fourth down. Yeah. And the way that the Rams were coming up with chunk plays on occasion, I was like, that's pretty risky, bro, because Puka Nakua was having a day. Yes. And they get a stop, and they forced them to punt because this just in, a field goal there makes a difference. Yeah. At, in, at the end of the game, remember they called the timeout and it's, uh, what was it, second down and for Detroit, and they come out throwing and get the first down, and they start celebrating. I was like, yeah, that was big. And then they took a knee, and I was like, oh my God, that was, that was I the know. game. Same. I it snuck up on me. And yeah. if you could have stopped the clock again, yeah. you know, and again, you're talking about like, it's just because the, the play clock was running down. It's not like they got out there like, oh my God, I've never seen this defense before. We better call timeout. Just inefficient. Mm-hmm. And I don't expect that from a McVay team. No, that was that was surprising a little bit, the way that game unfolded. So here are the scenarios. Green Bay's at San Francisco next week. It's a 7-15 game. West told me Oakland's got the game at 10. Yes. Um, that's the only line for next week Oakland has right now. It's easy to like them. Well, it's the only game that's officially set, right? Houston and Baltimore set, right? No, because Pittsburgh could win. That's right. Yep. yep. Uh, Detroit gets the winner of tonight's game. That's set. Detroit mm-hmm. will be home because the Cowboys lost. Again, Wes, sorry. I'm just pointing out facts. I'm not I'm not digging. The Baltimore Ravens um, obviously are the one seed, and they're waiting who they'll play. The Chiefs, if the Steelers beat the Bills, Kansas City hosts Houston mm-hmm. Saturday afternoon. If the Bills win, which we expect, Kansas City will play at Buffalo on Sunday evening. Mm-hmm. Awesome night mm-hmm. game. And by the way... 5.30 kick. Thank you very much. That's the kind of Sunday game I'm looking for. I don't. I mean, last night's game wasn't terrible, but a little bit earlier than 7.15 would have been okay. You <laughs> think the Chiefs or the Bills will be thawed out by next Sunday night? Just in time to freeze their butts off, off again, again in Buffalo or Kansas City. Yeah, either way. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Did you find yourself cold watching the Chiefs game? A little bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we went to walk-ons and watched it. Yeah. Because... I don't have Peacock, and I wasn't about to get it to him. By the way, can I give a jock strap to you? I'm doing game balls and jock straps earlier. Those jackasses at the NFL went to all the trouble and made Mike Tirico their puppet and made him read about, oh, these are the, this is a record-streaming game. What would it have been on regular TV, do you think, the numbers, boys? Huge. Yes. Yeah. There are a lot of people who just didn't watch the game that would have. I guarantee you. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Also, the Chiefs are the defending Super Bowl champions. So they're must-watch television, playing against the most dynamic offense in the NFL this year. Of course you're going to get huge numbers, dummies. You could have put it anywhere. It could have been even better. Well, from their point of view, mission accomplished. It is a hoeing of the NFL, and it's disgusting. It got Peacock, a lot of people, to discover Peacock, A, and yeah. then to sign up for Peacock. But they did a whole, like... One minute last night, a whole one-minute commercial in the midst of it, and promoted it as content Mm. that, oh, look at these record streaming numbers, and geez, aren't we so smart, and let us pat ourselves on the back. And yes, we screwed you out of some more money. You know, my girlfriend yesterday was like, why don't we just go back to cable? We all got off cable because we didn't want to pay this much. Now we got 52 streaming services. It's the same difference. Yep. Because you got Netflix and Amazon and now Peacock and every other damn thing. YouTube TV mm-hmm. or Hulu, whatever you got. Plus Apple. HBO Max. I mean, they're screwing us. And I'm tired of it. But well, now you get to choose what you want. And before when you had cable, you paid for a lot of stuff you didn't ever use. And now you're just paying what you want. I don't use Peacock. And I don't know what the per capita rate is for a one day usage. Yeah. But that's what they're gonna get. This will be the this is gonna be like Black Monday. But it's all gonna be peacock cancellations. Well, we win because we still watch the game and we didn't pay for it. How much money do you think they're gonna make off a one day subscription? What's the subscription oh. to Peacock? Well I think it was a trial. You 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 could sign up for a three month trial and then you can cancel? It. Yeah. Three month trial for free? No, 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 no. Oh. It was like nine ninety nine or something. Okay, what if I cancel it today? Bucks. Is it per capita? No, or is you, it, you, you pay nine ninety nine. Yeah, you paid for it. Once you, you you put in your credit card, it's been charged. Would I pay? You t- just now have to end it after that trial. Okay. If would I pay ten bucks to watch a ball game? I guess. Yeah. But you know what I don't want to do? Pay ten bucks to watch a ball game. I don't want to pay any money to watch a ball game. There's rights fees. You're already getting it there. Mm-hmm. There's advertisers. You're already getting it there. Oh, yeah. You need my subscription fees to NFL? 
to prop up your overpriced commissioner? Well, Peacock needs it because NBC bought rights, and this is a way of them recouping some of the money that they paid to the NFL. Well, if they need to recoup their money from the average fan who's struggling to make ends meet and trying to save up for milk and bread but wants to watch a little football the American way, then that's sad. Maybe you overpaid for the rights. That's on you. Your job is to pay for the rights at a number you feel good about, then you go sell the advertising to make money on the product. It's not on the American people to pay for this crap. It's not crap. It's a big game. But it pisses me off. It's, it's, it's very greedy to me. It's lame. It'd be like me saying, okay, look, sure, we sell airtime here. We have advertisers. But I need you to pay to listen to us, too. So there's a firewall mm. now on your radio, and you can't get the buzz mm. without paying for it. That would probably be radio suicide because there is a lot of free content out there. But it's unique. We could probably do it. If anybody in this market could do it, we could probably do it. We would never do that. Mm-mm. We would never do that. It's gross. I'm disappointed in the NFL. But I'm not surprised. No. It's lame. Bottom line. It is the bottom line. Yeah. Okay. Rant over. I didn't like the way that they made Mike Tirico read this whole thing about how great it was, though, that they, hey, American people, we screwed you. But the ratings were good because you didn't have any other choice on how to watch this game that you felt like you needed to see as an NFL fan who invested over 17 weeks of the regular season. You knew who made some money, though, on the bright side? The local bars. That's true. A lot of people went to watch that game because they didn't have Peacock. And so, like, you know what? Let's go watch it at the bar. It was slammed. Yeah. At walk-ons. No, walk-ons was happening. It was happening for the Razorback game. And then you saw that crowd kind of leave. And then while we're doing the post-game show, the crowd was enormous for that night to watch the Chiefs. I've had their spinach and artichoke dip twice this week because I came out for the... I came out before mm-hmm. the post game started earlier this week when they lost that other game. The uh, blackened chicken sandwich with the bacon on it, phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal. Oh. And the thing is huge. Like, I could have cut it in half and only eaten half of it, but, well, I ate the whole thing. But I did. that was like at 1 o'clock. At 9 o'clock that night, we were at a watch party. Food everywhere. I didn't want to eat. Yeah. I was still full. Um, by the way, before I was really interrupted on my spinach and artichoke re- uh, rant, it's fantastic. And like you think, okay, spinach and artichoke dip, whatever, everybody's got it. It's nobody- There's something special about it. And I don't know if it, I think it's the chips. The chips that they mm. give you, they're like, uh, they're pita-ish. They're like if a tortilla chip and a pita chip had a baby, mm-hmm. that's what this would be like. Have you had it? No. Do you like spinach and artichoke yes. dip? Yeah. It's the best you've had. Okay. Mark it down. Okay. Try it. I will. Next time you're there. But I'll try your chicken sandwich now, too. I've had just about everything on their menu over the years doing the UCA coaches shows up at the one in Conway. Plus, I've been to... I bet I've been to as many or more walk-ons as just about any of the average public here in this state. I've been to probably seven or eight of them. Maybe nine. I'm not bragging. Well, we've gone to four. But it's a good it's a good sports bar concept. Yeah, it's great. It's 11-28. You'll be back there tomorrow night. That's right. Oh, it is. Tomorrow night. Spinach and our show dip. We're back in a second. Game balls and jock straps. You can send yours in through our live fan feedback through the listen live button. You can call us, 661-1037. We'll take them over the phone. Uh, and you can hit us up on the Southern Structural Solutions text line. And we will uh, get to our game balls and jock straps on the other side. You're in the zone on the Buzz Radio Network. The Buzz is your home for Arkansas Razorback basketball. Coverage is brought to you by Red River Ford, Lion Legal, Central Arkansas Cadillac Dealers, Malvern National Bank, and Genesis of Conway. This is SportsCenter. Plenty of action across the natural state this weekend in men's college basketball. First, the Arkansas Razorbacks fell to 0-3 in the Southeastern Conference as they lost at Florida on Saturday, 90-68. The Hogs are now 9-7 overall. UAPB picks up a win on the road against Texas Southern, 70-67. UCA also picks up a win, 59-57 at home over Bellarmine. UALR fell this weekend, 77-72 against Tennessee Martin. And then Arkansas State fell 84 to. 80 at home against Louisiana Lafayette. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. 
in each day to Drive Time Sports to hear Trey Biddy talk all things Razorbacks. Brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai, Arkansas's number one Hyundai dealer, and Genesis of Conway, Arkansas's only Genesis dealer. Genesis of Conway, the future of luxury today. The Bucks are back. At the 34th Annual Reliance Bank Arkansas Big Buck Classic presented by Oaklawn, January 26th through 28th at the State Fairgrounds. You could win a lifetime hunting license, a Browning A-Bolt rifle, or a $1,000 gift card from Hunter's Refuge. The Taka Hunting Gear Game and Fish Foundation Free Kid Zone, including a trout pond, hoverball, buana gym, and more. Hunters, bring your antlers for your chance to win a Tracker Off-Road 800SX from Bradford Marine and ATV. Rattlesnakes, chainsaw carving, birds of prey, monster trucks, and the Oaklawn Big Buck Chili Cook-Off. The Reliance Bank Arkansas Big Buck Classic presented by Oaklawn. Tree stands, clothing, RVs, ATVs, UTVs, ammo, and more. Hundreds of vendors with huge discounts. It's a Hall of Fame event and an Arkansas tradition. January 26th through 28th at the State Fairgrounds. Sponsored by Reliance Bank, Oaklawn Hot Springs, Arkansas, Bradford Marine and ATV, Tracker Off-Road, Hunter's Refuge, Remington, Taka Hunting Gear, Outlaw Beer, and 103.7 The Buzz. Visit BigBuckClassic.com and Facebook for more info. Arkansas, the wait is over. Brewski's North is officially open for business in the Lakewood Village Shopping Center. Doors open at 11 a.m. with all of your pub grub favorites and happy hour drink specials. Come get your grub on with the all-new Smash Burger lineup, best wings in the city with 11 different sauces, or try the new additions to the menu like the spicy Asian chicken salad. Live music starts the weekend every Thursday with karaoke every Friday and Saturday. Brewski's North, you're home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. Guys. It's the new year, baby. It's 2024. Low T Center can make it a great one. If you've been feeling tired and grumpy, you've noticed a lack of motivation and drive, you may have low T. Low testosterone levels can cause weight gain, loss of muscle mass, and so much more. I recommend Low T Center. That's where I get my levels tested. They make it quick. They make it easy to get all your levels checked, and it's only 25 bucks. And with their on-site lab, you'll get results back in about 25 minutes. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment online. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Welcome back to the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. If you're looking for sports and entertainment, then look no further. You're in the zone with Justin Acri and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. Well, I don't know who drew the uh, short straw out at Guadi Chevrolet today that had to clean all the snow off the cars, but I'm assuming someone has done so. Uh, James or anybody at Guadney, if you're listening and you guys are not open for any particular reason today, please let me know that too. Uh, yeah, I would assume they're. Oh, Martin Luther King Day? Monday. Yeah, yeah, I would think they're there. I don't know. I didn't know that they were closing. I haven't heard anything. Let me call them. Sure. Text, why don't you text James just check? Uh, but even if they're not there today, I will tell you if you go by there tomorrow, Guadney Chevrolet make a heck of a deal on a vehicle because that's what they sell. If you want an airplane, you'll have to go somewhere else. Uh, James will probably trade for an airplane, though, because they've been known to trade for just about anything over the years at Guatney out in uh, Jacksonville. So I encourage you to go by and see him. And right now, this is for a limited time, you can get an Equinox, 2024 Equinox, for around 23 k when you trade in a qualifying vehicle. It's a huge deal. And if you want to drive in a 24 with a brand-new Chevy Silverado, maybe today's the day you're like, enough already! I'm getting a four-wheel drive! I can't take it! Your dream truck could be yours for under forty-eight grand with a qualifying trade-in. Visit GuadiChevrolet.com or stop by and see them. It's the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. Great deals. Also, awesome pricing on other vehicles that do offer four-wheel drive, Suburbans and Tahoes. And I am driving right now beautiful white Blazer mm. that also is four-wheel drive. So they have plenty of options. I think I'm 99% sure that they have all-wheel drive Equinox options, too. So, if you're looking for a vehicle that gets around in the snow, you just got to get to A and B, A to B. There is no question today is the day, or this week, that uh, you need to make the call and not get stuck ever again. Makes me sad. Head out to Guatney tomorrow. They are closed today. Head out to Guatney tomorrow. They're closed today. Thanks, Wes. Good yeah, check. When we ordered uh, the uh, Black Tahoe for Allison, yep. we put four-wheel drive on it because there are times that she and I have to get out in the weather, especially with my job. You know, it keeps on, right? The news, the buzz, The news on. never sleeps. The, right. buzz, the buzz sometimes sleeps. It just depends who you are. So it's great to have four-wheel drive. But we're essential personnel. Yes, we are. Yeah. Remember when COVID was happening? Remember, we were considered essential. Remember that on Thursday when your check comes because you're an essential personnel. Hmm. Um, all right, let's do some game balls and jock straps. Game balls and jock straps are brought to you by A Caddy's Touch Landscape. 
Josh Dickinson is a former PGA caddy, so he knows what good grass looks like. If you'd like to take your yard to the next level, then hit up Josh and his crew at a Caddy's Touch Landscape. 501-794-2770. Call today. All right, Wes, have at it. What do you got? I'm going to give a game ball to uh, Dan Campbell and the Detroit Lions. Man, uh, I enjoy watching this team. I like their offense, their defense. Uh, Aiden Hutchinson, man, that guy gets after the quarterback. They are easy to root for. He is easy to root for. I love his aggressiveness going forward on fourth down. He just has that attitude, and it's it's leaked over to his team. And they are they're fun to watch. And I don't normally root for other NFC teams, but I'll be rooting for the Lions next week. And even if, if they win and play the uh, 49ers, if that's who it is, I'll be rooting for them uh, on the NFC side. That's my my kind of team to yep. root for. Absolutely. Similar colors, too, I guess, to the Cowboys. How about, uh, did you see the picture of the kid in the stands at the Lions game? He had a Michigan were... hat and a Lions t-shirt. Oh, not that kid. And I'm like, what? yeah, what a great week for him. I saw what looked like a family of fans they were uh looked like mom and dad both were packers fans and they had two boys and i couldn't tell if they were twins or not but the packer son was down in mom or the uh, cowboy son he had a cowboy shirt on he was the lone dissident uh, he had his he was down in the mom's lap crying and the other packer kid was was root going crazy and having a good time it was pretty funny uh, i mean sucks for the kid but. there um well i gotta give a jockstrap obviously the cowboys for not showing up yesterday that was terrible i'll give a jockstrap to the razorbacks for not showing up on saturday um I'll give a game ball to everybody who's having to go out and work today in the snow. I applaud you. Uh, I'll give a game ball to Rick Pitino. His team got beat over the weekend on the road. They played okay, though, but he was not very happy, and he made it pretty clear about how bad he felt after a loss. Overall picture, you're feeling pretty good about the way you... No, I, I don't feel good when we lose. I f- hate the world. So just so you understand that. No, I don't feel good. I've never felt good with a lot. Pardon my language. So I don't feel good. I don't believe in those um, valiant efforts on the road. No, I feel like I want to kill myself, jump in the, in the cold, and, and die of frostbite. It's a little excessive, but... Yeah, I didn't feel that bad about the Cowboys losing, but I didn't feel good. I felt, uh, I felt that passion, though. Mm-hmm. Um, with you on the Lions, I will also give Stafford uh, a lot of credit. I thought he played really well most of the game. He took a couple of shots too. I will tell you this: I don't. I thought they missed a couple of calls in that game too. I thought that could have been a, a rough in the passer on the one where he got knocked down and came out where his shoulder was hurt. He got a clean hit initially, then he got hit again, head slammed to the turf. Yeah. I don't know who's deciding when they are and are not checking concussions, but if you watch that video back, it looks like he's staring blankly straight up at the at the ceiling. Yeah, and I'm like, is he okay? Yeah, no. But he bounced back pretty quick, and he played really valiantly. Uh, and again, that's a tough environment, place you gave your heart to, and you come out there and they boo you, understandably, because you're playing for the opponent now. But that's uh, that's a tough situation. I got to give a game ball to Puka Nakua too. What a bad dude, man! Yeah. Great story, rookie record receiving yards. He was the only real fight that the uh, Cougars had for BYU the year before when Arkansas went out to um, Provo. I almost said Protho. Provo and uh, slapped him around. So, yeah, he's he is exciting. And obviously, Cooper Cup, another great find from Eastern Washington, who's been a, a key component for them. But they will be heard from again, safe to say. How about a game ball for C.J. Stroud? Rookie quarterback, putting up those numbers. The, the talk going into the game was Flacco, a guy who has seen everything, has been on fire down the stretch for Cleveland, changed that team. And it was Flacco throwing the pick six is... And C.J. Stroud that was dicing up that secondary for the Browns. I have a game ball for Miriam Dowda, who set a University of Arkansas record in a win this weekend with uh, yesterday with 10 blocks and two points shy of a triple-double. Great for her and an Arkansas native as well, so that was good to see. And Samara Spencer also with 31 points leading the way. So glad for uh, Coach Neighbors and company. Uh, I will also give a game ball to Central Arkansas, the only Division One men's team in the state to win over the weekend. Oh, wow. In a low-scoring, hard-fought battle against a team that the Bears have never been able to beat before in Bellarmine out of Louisville. They uh, knocked them off at home. Really good game and made the plays they had to down the stretch. So kudos to them. And I also got to give Tony Kemper a game ball. He has turned the Sugar Bears program around. They are undefeated in conference playoff to a great start. We're going to try to get him on in the very near future. But he is awesome. He's been there before. As a, uh, he was a men's assistant with Rand Chapel. 
became a women's assistant with Coach Daniel. Then he went to Marshall with Coach Daniel, became the head coach at Marshall. Now he's back and he's kicking butt and taking names, and they're a lot of fun to watch. So I want to give him a, a lot of credit and a lot of love and uh, look forward to visiting with him in the not-too-distant future. Game ball to the state of Alabama. SEC basketball, Auburn and Alabama, the two undefeated teams in the SEC, both 3-0. and uh, how about Coach DeBoer? We haven't even talked about this yet. Yeah. Game ball to him for getting the Alabama job. He may not have been their first choice, but he's a pretty good choice, I think. We'll see how it goes from a recruiting standpoint and a fit standpoint because he doesn't have a background in the in the south of the SEC, but we'll see. You don't think he was their first choice? I don't think so. Oh, I did. Oh, I think Dan Lanning was their first choice. I felt like Sexton was in control of this, and... He got landing a raise. He got um, Florida State. Mike uh, Norvell. Mike Norvell a raise. I felt like this was their first choice. Based on what? How quickly this happened. They said 72 hours, and they beat that deadline. Hmm. Quickly done. I felt like they already had their guy, went and negotiated, got it done. Yeah. Well, ne- Sexton played the other schools and got raises, of course, for his guys. We'll never know. No. No, we won't. But that was just my feeling. I, I don't know I was why. Surprised a little bit when you said that. I just don't know why he would have been your first choice ahead of a guy like Dan Lanning, who's coached in the SEC before, and by all accounts did a great job at Oregon. I just think his coaching record, and what he's done, a, a fast rising coach, he's a fast won riser. everywhere he's been. And you can call him a job hopper too, though. Yeah. Good for think. Think about his raise in salary over the years. Yeah. Yep. He uh, came from Washington, obviously. National championship game. He was at Fresno State before that. <laughs> he spent five seasons at the, as the head coach of his alma mater, the University of Sioux Falls in South Dakota. 67-3. and three. He won three NAIA national titles and won the National Coach of the Year three times and was at Fresno for two years. He's been in Division One for four years. He is 37-9. and nine. So it's as obviously... a head coach. Right. Yeah. Some in between time, he was an assistant coach, kind of offense coordinator, wide receiver coach for several years. Also, a game ball, I guess, to Jed Fish, who turned his great year at Arizona into the head coaching position at Washington. So instead of going into the Big 12 with his new team, he's going to go into the Big 10 with his other new team. <laughs> so that was a pretty nice turnaround for him, and we'll see what. Arizona decides to do next. And then uh, I saw that Michigan quarterback J.J. McCarthy and Blake Corum both going to the NFL. Not surprised by Corum. I just don't know how much more he can do. I just McCarthy, I'm really questioning, like, where does he get drafted? Mm-hmm. Maybe he hopes for a sixth-round pick and ends up like Tom Brady? Would that be his goal? <laughs> I think he gets drafted. Yeah, no, I think he'll get drafted, there. but... Yeah. Doesn't look like an NFL starter, does he? No. He can make a good living as a backup for a long time. Tom Brady didn't look like an NFL starter coming out either. Uh, one last thing, and this is a game ball 100%. So you remember when the whole live thing went down, right? Yeah. And there was a guy that was mentioned in one of the stories that you probably had never heard of before. And you probably haven't heard much of since. I'd never heard of him before. It was the PGA Tour players meeting with the PGA commissioner. And they were upset about the way things are going down with the live tour. And somebody had reported that there was an exchange with a guy named Grayson Murray who was going off on the commissioner. And he was talking about how he felt like Jay Monahan, the commissioner, had let him down. He said, you lied to our face. And, and then Rory McIlroy popped off and said, you just need to play better. <laughs> and the guy told him to F off. Now, apparently, I read a follow-up story about this, and by the end of it, like, they were hugging and high-fiving. They were all good. But they were kind of, it was a tense moment. Mm-hmm. They were cool. They're good. But this weekend, Grayson Murray won in a playoff in the Sony Open. Grayson Murray's story is even better than that. By the way, jockstrapped Roy McIlroy, who three-putted from two feet this weekend to lose in Dubai, he also didn't seem too bent out of shape about it because, A, he's super rich, and, B, Tommy Fleet was the guy that won the tournament, and they're buddies. They're real tight, apparently. So more on Grayson Murray now. Grayson Murray is a great story. He beat uh, uh, Keegan Bradley and another guy to win the, the playoff. Shot 67 in the final round. So he also won, and I guess I didn't pay any attention to it because I had not really, I didn't know much about him, but he won the Simmons Bank Open this last year. 
So he's won like three times since he had this exchange with Rory. So whether or not that had anything to do with anything, he certainly played better. The other piece of the puzzle is he's battled alcohol and has, so far, he's doing well with that. Um, he talked about his, his, it was a losing battle for a long time. He was apparently a young star, really promising, and it didn't go real well. Uh, he's 30 years old. He was one of the best players in the world for his age as a junior. At 16, he became the second youngest person to make the cut on the Corn Ferry Tour. Tour. At 19, he played in the U.S. Open in 2013. Um, he ended up going to an inpatient clinic a couple of years ago to get treatment. Um, he talked about last year, I guess it was, or no, 22. He rented a scooter, drove it into oncoming traffic because he was blitzed, and ended up taking 50 stitches when he crashed it. And he says, I should have died. If I didn't have my helmet on, I probably would have died. It should have been my rock bottom, but I had to keep going. I still felt like I was invincible. He also had an incident where he was talking about one in the 2017 Barbasol Championship. Uh, or, I'm sorry, he had passed status because he won that. So after that incident with the helmet deal, he said he was playing in an event. I went out to the pool, played pool volleyball, had too many. Woke up the next day before my round, started to chug some booze before the round to get rid of the jitters. I got out there and shot 79. <laughs> I got home. I had an anxiety attack that lasted four days. It was the worst feeling ever. I did not want to go through that ever again. It was the last time I had a drink. Wow. It's an awesome story. Yeah. Lost his way and hit rock bottom. But now he's obviously back. super talented. Great this is a guy you're going to hear from a lot more, Grayson Murray. It's, it's really cool. So I'm, I'm hoping that, uh, A, he can stay clean and B, and keep winning. That's pretty neat. So I'll come back around. And for Rory, I think he'll be okay, too, mm-hmm. even though it didn't go too hot this weekend. All right, we're going to hit a quick break. It's 1147. We'll be back after this. We'll wrap up our second hour. Again, hit us up, 661-1037. You can uh, hit us on the Southern Structural Solutions text line, same number, 501-661-1037, or our live fan feedback is available through our Listen Live button. Any interaction is good interaction. We'll take it, unless you're going to ridicule us for something. I don't want to hear it. Uh, got one more playoff game today, or two more, I guess, rather. Uh, we have not heard, though, from Mason Rudolph about the weather or Josh Allen about his Buffalo Bills, who seem to be peaking at the right time. So we're going to hear from both of them on both of those topics when we return. It's 11.48, and you're in the zone on the Buzz Radio Network. And at Chris Crane Hyundai, we've got a huge selection of pre-loved vehicles like never before. Late models loaded with new technology? Check. Payments to fit any budget? Check. Silverado, Civics, Broncos, and more? Check, check, check. Thanks that love to say yes? You know it. Our pre-loved inventory has never been better than now. Come visit your friends at Chris Crane Hyundai on Museum Road in Conway and online at chriscranehyundai.com. Southern Bank presents Family Feud on 103.7 The Buzz. Tune in to Morning Mayhem on Tuesday mornings for your chance to play with Justin Moore, David, and Roger. Family Feud on Morning Mayhem brought to you by Southern Bank. Bank with Southern.com. And now another no-brainer money-saving tip from Progressive. That doesn't sound good. The paper shredder is jammed, but I think I fixed it. Oh, well, try shredding these $50 bills then. Seems like it's working. Mm, better try another 400 bucks. Stop. Instead of using money, use regular paper. And here's a better tip from Progressive on how not to waste money. Don't pay too much for car insurance. Drivers who switch and save could save hundreds. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Potential savings will vary. Not available in all states. Now, during Staples Print Big Sale, get $20 off your print purchase of $100 or more, $50 off your print purchase of $200 or more, and $100 off your print purchase of $300 or more. So, the more you print at Staples, the more you save. To demonstrate, print, print, print at Staples, you save, save, save. But if you print, 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 print at Staples, you save, 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 save. See how that works. Staples Print Big Sale. Print more, save more, up to $100. Ends 210. Visit staples.com slash print for details. 
details. Hey everyone, this is Heather Baker, president and publisher of AY Media Group here in Arkansas. We publish two of the biggest and most widely read magazines in the entire state, AY Magazine and Arkansas Money and Politics. At AY and Arkansas Money and Politics, we keep you up to date on all the news you need to know and the stories you want to hear. Visit us online at aymag.com and armoneyandpolitics.com to see for yourself. Now, more than ever, it is important to be mindful of where you get your news and support your local businesses. With AY Media Group, you get the best of both worlds. Serious injuries happen every day. If it happens to you, don't wait. Dial 8. Dial 8 for Rainwater Holton Sexton. 888-8888. We can meet you online, at your house, or wherever is easiest for you. Dial 8. 888-8888 for Rainwater Holton Sexton. Anywhere in the state, dial 8. We've got you covered, Arkansas. Anywhere in the state, dial 8. Rainwater Holton Sexton. 888-8888. Responsible attorneys Michael Rainwater and Bob Sexton. Double Beast presents Joseph Pinion when he joins Randy and Rick each week on Drive Time Sports. Double Beast is an Arkansas company with over 34 locations and growing strong across Arkansas. Double Beast, where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double Beast. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a, a midday sports talk show host in Little Rock, Arkansas. We are living the dream every day here on The Zone. Now, let's see what the fellas are up to. I know I'd go from right... I have a dream. That my four little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I have a dream today. All right, Martin Luther King Day today would have been 95. Would have been 95. We should all be so lucky to get there. But uh, obviously we want to honor his memory today in addition to celebrating all the things that we have to be uh, excited about today, like football and snow. (laughs) And they've already canceled a lot of the school for tomorrow. I also just saw on social media, Wes, which is the bastion of all things true, that Dugan's Pub is open today, which is the one of the coziest little places you're ever going to settle into on a snow day. Get the fireplace right in the mm. middle of the joint. Grab yourself a cold beer if you're in that uh, downtown area. When I lived downtown, that was the best thing, traipsing my way through the snow to get to Dugan's and then being there with all my loser friends who also weren't out working, and it was fantastic. I love a snow day at Dugan's. If you got a business that's open today and you want to send us a note, let us know. Uh, you can send it through the Life and Feedback, or you can send it through our... Uh, text line, Southern Structural Solutions text line, 501-661-1037. Had a brain fart there. Uh, or you can just text me if you get my phone number and you own a local business and you're open today. Love to pass it along. Let people know where they can go because there's a lot of places you can't go. In fact, my friends and I were going to meet up yesterday and the place we were headed was closed and then the other place was closed and the other place was closed. So I just stayed home, built a fire, watched the game. So wasn't so bad. No, could be worse. Over on the uh, Southern Structural Solutions text line, Hacker and Harrison says, Cowboys fan, nope to Harbaugh, please no. If I'm Jerry Jones, I talk to these three. Belichick, Sean McVay, and Dan Campbell. If all three of them turn you down, keep McCarthy. I thought about Dan Campbell yesterday. Mm -hmm. That was definitely a name that came to mind. Because they definitely have a culture thing that could be improved upon, I think. With all due respect. There's there are issues. Yes. There are issues. They have the talent in place. Why is that talent not winning in the playoffs? I'm not saying it's a perfect analogy, but it does remind me a little bit of Houston Nut. I mean, you got a talented roster. You get a rev you up guy and also a guy who's a attention to detail guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, and he had to do a lot of work when he walked into Detroit. They had to completely rebuild a lot of things, including their roster, and look where they are now. Yes, sir? The flags last night drove me crazy. Early in the game. Oh. the Just the – it just set the tone. Which game, buddy? The Cowboys. They just did not look like they were they were focused. They came out. They, they get a sack early, and their all-pro corner mauled the wide receiver – so instead of setting Detroit back and maybe forcing them to punt on the very first drive, the drive continues. Then they get down in the red zone, and they jump off sides, and that's Demarcus Lawrence, who's been there forever, and he's a great player. But you, you get down in that situation, you can't give them five free yards, and they scored a touchdown on the next play. And then the Cowboys have to punt. They drive down to about the 50 and drive down. Perfect punt, fair catch, five-yard line, inside the five maybe, 
in the gunner runs into the punt returner. He did not. Well, he faked it, but that was absolute crap. They got a couple of tough calls yesterday. That was baloney. Don't even get that close, though. I mean, there's still the halo. You're inside the halo. Yeah, you're right. Uh, the guy flopped and got the call, but that's a costly penalty. Why? He's calling a fair catch. Why are you even getting close? He was kind of t- he was tied up with a blocker too, though. So I don't know if he just lost his place on the field, whatever. Well, he's trying to push the blocker into the punt returner. Whatever is a flop anyway. He barely touched the guy. That was crap. It was a costly, costly penalty. It was garbage. But you're right. It was. Um, this is from Nikki. Jocks drafted the NFL for having Chiefs game on Peacock. I hope their ratings were awful. Well, Nikki, sucks for all of us. Apparently, it is a set a new record for streaming in one game. So, you're welcome. But again, of course they did. You put a, a can't-miss game with two top offenses and the defending Super Bowl champions, well, a top defense and a top offense this year. The Chiefs' offense is not a top offense anymore. And, again, the Taylor Swift factor, good or bad, doesn't matter, but she doesn't drive people away. Mm. She might draw a few people in. Oh, no doubt. So it's a no-brainer. Of course the numbers are going to be huge. But if you put it on NBC, it would have been huge, too. Huger. Huger. More huger-er. How, how do they know how many people were watching that game? I don't know, because I was sitting in a bar watching it with about 200 other people, and they don't know how many people were in there. And we went to somebody's house that had Peacock, and there were like 20 of us there. How do they know that it's not just the three people that live in that house? It's lame. Uh, Piggy Small says, Game Ball to West for showing up to work today. Thought he'd be in hiding like the other Cowboys fans. I applaud you, because if I was you, and I didn't have to go right to my uh, other job, I probably would have done the show from home. It, it it sucks, but I'm a, I'm a true fan, and... it. Last night I was so mad, and I'm still mad. I'm sad that I don't have a game to watch this week. Uh, and you know what? Things fell right for the Cowboys in the regular season at the end of the year to get two home playoff games. And it was set up for them to get to back to an NFC championship game. And not only to, to lose, but to lose the way they did, that was terrible. It was mm. it was terrible. But, I mean, what else are you going to do? Yeah. I mean, you, you own it, and... Uh, I. Okay. I mean, maybe I'm just used to it as a Cowboys fan. But to lose as a better than touchdown favorite to that team yeah. with a young quarterback who's inexperienced, basically, certainly in the postseason, for start. That's one thing, man. But to get embarrassed, to just get obliterated, you got to blow it up. You got to start over. I mean, how? I mean, it's like, what's the definition of insanity? I mean, it's just you're doing it over and over again. It's like 12 wins, great. Doesn't matter. Doesn't mean squat the postseason. Did Dan Quinn lose the head coaching job last night? I don't know about that, but there are a lot of people making that argument. Maybe now's the time, but certainly didn't go uh, go great the last time, right? No. Is your Oaklawn thoroughbred racing action so close you can feel it? Or is it the view from your trackside luxury suite? However you like it, racing season is off and running at Oaklawn with live races every weekend through May 4th. It's fun by the furlong all season long. Make your reservation.